Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullah haqqa tuqati wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakumul ladhi khalaqakum min nafsi wahidati wa khalaqa minha zawjaha Wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويوفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فإنكم بتقوى مكلفون وأطيعوا الله والرسول لعلكم ترحمون وعليكم بالصدق مع الله في الأكوال والأفعال والأحوال لعلكم تفلحون أو سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى As we all know we have reached the month of Dhul Hijjah and as we all know and we have family members and friends that have gone and they've proceeded their journey of Hajj and as we understand and as we know we will see that in the next few days the Hajj season or the days of Hajj will begin and within a week we find that our Hujjaj they will stand on the plains of Arafah and linked with the journey of Hajj and with the pilgrimage of Hajj is the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and indeed what a great story and what a great history of this great Prophet of Al-Aziz Al-Hamid has and up until today the story and the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam it inspires and it teaches us the way of this noble Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and every single day like how we pass salutations and supplications unto Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam the same is done for Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam he was born in the land of Babylon which is the land 
known or the land of the Chaldeans as mentioned by our Islamic historians. And his father was known as Azal. And majority of our early scholars and people of knowledge have stated that Ibrahim والسلام, he was born in the reign of Namrud. And as we know, <coughs> and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention as well in the third juz of the Quran, the story of Namrud and Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, And as we know, Namrud, he was a tyrant, he was an unjust oppressor who claimed divinity for himself and compelled people to worship him. And this, my beloved brothers in Islam, was no different to Fir'aun, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us aware of this in Surah Al-Nazi'at, where Fir'aun, where he claimed divinity, and Fir'aun, he said, Ana a'la. He said that I am the Lord Most High, billah. So we find, my beloved brothers, that the society that Nabi Ibrahim found himself in was a society that was immersed in corruption. It was a society that was immersed in worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find that this is quite similar to the state that we find ourselves in today. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he addresses the Anbiya and when he speaks about the Anbiya, Allah azza wa jal, he informs us and he says, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ الرَّسُولَ أَنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَجَتَنِبُ الطَّاغُوتِ That Allah azza wa jal, he says that I have indeed sent to every nation and every people a prophet and all these prophets they came with the same message and this message was one that worship one Allah and stay away from false deities and know my beloved brothers in Islam that from a very young age Nabi Ibrahim he had a sound judgment he was extremely rational in his thinking and he was we had a lot of strong arguments. <coughs> Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رُشْدَهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَكُنَّا بِهِ عَالِمِينَ And indeed we have granted Nabi Ibrahim sound judgment early on, for we knew him well to be worthy of it. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tested Nabi Ibrahim. He tested him with various commandments, prohibitions, and obligations. And indeed Nabi Ibrahim, He fulfilled them all. And as a result, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He rewarded Nabi Ibrahim with leadership. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says towards the end of the first Jews, وَإِذِ بَتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَاتَمَّهُنْ قَالَ إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا and remember when Ibrahim was tested by his Lord and with certain commandments which he fulfilled, Allah said that I will certainly make you into a role model for the people. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember and take heed and take note 
that high ranks are not attained except through striving and urging oneself to obey the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal, to follow the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly. And once, once follows the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, and we adhere to the Quran and to the Sunnah, ala fahmi salaf, then part of this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us leaders and part of this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will use us for this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam when he fulfilled his responsibilities he was granted the position of leadership and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he praised Nabi Ibrahim and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa Ibrahim alladhi waffa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describing Nabi Ibrahim he says that Nabi Ibrahim he fulfilled his obligations O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi Ibrahim he proceeded steadfastly in his call to Tawheed and pure monotheism. The first thing he did was that he invited his family and his father who was an idol worshipper to the truth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us in the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ and warn your closest kindred. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is indeed a message that was given to Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam as well that now your time has come O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam wa'anzir ashiratakal al-aqrabin so now O Muhammad you need to call your family members to the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we know O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is easy to stand here it is easy to call out to the public but once it comes to our family members once it comes to those that are close to us then it is extremely hard to invite them it is extremely hard to correct those mistakes but Nabi Ibrahim and this is a beautiful lesson for myself and for yourselves that when Nabi Ibrahim when he called his father to worship Allah and Allah alone and to leave off false deities and false gods and render his worship and his dua to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he did this with the utmost of respect he did this with gentle words and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he describes this to us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he informs us and he says إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ يَا أَبَتِهِ لِمَا تَعْبُدُ مَا لَا يَسْمَعُ وَلَا يُبْصِرُ وَلَا يُهْنِ عَنْكَ شَيْئًا and remember when Ibrahim said to his father he said يَا أَبَتِهِ O my beloved father O my dear father why do you worship that which can neither hear nor can they see nor benefit you at all and O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we call people to the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we should also explain to them that this action that you are doing why would you call out to something that cannot benefit you we do not just say do not worship this but we explain to them and we use hikmah and we use wisdom that this object, that this inhabitant of the grave that this saint that has passed away they cannot hear you 
nor can they see you, nor can they benefit you in any way. And then Nabi Ibrahim he carries on and he says, Ya Abati, O oh my beloved father, inni qad ja'ani min al-ilm. That indeed knowledge has come with me. Ma lam ya'tik. And this knowledge has not reached you. Fattabi'ni. So follow me. So again, Nabi Ibrahim is explaining to his father. Nabi Ibrahim is teaching his father that, Oh my father, you might be a bit older than me, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, has granted me knowledge. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me some knowledge that he has not given to you. So, oh my beloved father, follow me, follow me, and indeed I will guide you to the straight path. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it was written for the father of Nabi Ibrahim that he does not accept this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he passed away on shirk. And we find that Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, that he sought forgiveness for his father. But when it came, when it became clear to him that his father persisted on shirk, when his father persisted on idolatry, when his father passed away on disassociating partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when his father passed away on associating a partner with Allah azza wa jal, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he informs Nabi Ibrahim, وَمَا كَانَ اسْتِغْفَارُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ لِأَبِيهِ إِلَّا عَنْ and as for Ibrahim's prayer for his father's forgiveness, it was only in fulfillment of a promise. Illa wa'adaha, and this promise that he made to his father. But when it became clear to Ibrahim that his father was an enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then what happens? Now he breaks loose and he breaks away from his father. Inna Ibrahima, for indeed Nabi Ibrahim, la awahun halimun, that indeed Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, he was truly a tender-hearted and forbearing person. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is an extremely important point, and this is an extremely important lesson for all of us, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he informs us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, قَدْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ فِي إِبْرَاهِيمٌ وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ إِذْ قَالُوا لِقَوْمِهِمْ إِنَّا بُرَآءَهُ مِنْكُمْ وَمِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ that you already have an excellent example in Ibrahim and those with him. When they said to the people, <coughs> we totally disassociate ourselves from you and we shun whatever idols you have worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is an extremely important lesson. And this is an ex extremely important point. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the bond of deen and the bond of Islam. It carries more weight than the bond of lineage. The bond of Islam and the brotherhood of Islam and the brotherhood of Tawheed, it carries more weight than the brotherhood or the bond 
of lineage. And as we can see in Abi Ibrahim, he still showed respect to his father. But when the line needed to be drawn between Tawheed and Shirk, then Nabi Ibrahim, he chose Tawheed and he preached Tawheed. And him and his followers, they disassociated with the people of Shirk. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi Ibrahim, he grew up, as I mentioned earlier, in a society where his people worshipped other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They worshipped idols and they worshipped statues. Today we find, you might not find statues, you might not find idols in our society and in our communities, but you find people going to karamats, you find people going to mazars, you find people calling out to the dead and asking prophets and asking asking angels and asking saints to benefit them and we find that people in the time of Nabi Ibrahim they would go out on certain Eids they would go out on certain days to dedicate worship to their so-called gods or their idols and as a practical demonstration one day to show and to prove to his people that the idols they have no power and that the dead they cannot help Nabi Ibrahim when his people left Nabi Ibrahim he did something amazing and what does Nabi Ibrahim do? Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal he mentions and he says that Nabi Ibrahim he takes an axe and he destroys some of these idols on the return of his community of his people قالوا أأنت فعلت هذا بآليتنا يا Ibrahim his people asks was it you who did this to our gods O Ibrahim and now if we look, we will find that Nabi Ibrahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him wisdom and hikmah. So he replies and he says, and if we can use in simple terms, sarcastically, he says, no, this one, the biggest of them, did it. So ask them if they can talk. So here we find that Nabi Ibrahim with hikmah and wisdom and the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him. He says to them, why are you asking me? If your God, if your idol can benefit you, if that wali can benefit you, if that sahib of the grave can benefit you, if that saint that you are calling out can benefit you, so ask him. Don't ask me. Because if he, as an idol that you use for protection, you use for risk, for sustenance, you call out to him when you are in danger, so ask him. And this in itself, it obviously led to the community, to the people, starting to ask each other questions and as we know the people of shirk the people of dalala 
They can't accept when the truth is brought to them. قالوا, so they say, حَرِّقُوهُ Burn him. وَانْصُرُوهُ آلِهَتَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ فَاعِلِينَ Burn him to take avenge for your gods if you must act. So what do they do now? Now they want to, or they build a fire to cast Nabi Ibrahim. And they cast Nabi Ibrahim in this fire. كُلْنَا يَا نَارُكُونِ بَرْدًا وَسَلَامًا عَلَىٰ Ibrahim. But as we know the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this dunya is such that Allah azza wa jal, he protects his slaves. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he assists his awliya. And this is exactly what happened. <coughs> Allah orders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he orders the fire to be cool and to safe for Nabi Ibrahim. And Imam al-Bukhari, in his sahih, he brings a hadith on the authority of Ibn Abbas radiallahu an. And Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu قال حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل قالها إبراهيم عليه السلام حين ألقي في النار وقالها محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم حين قالوا إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل Imam al-Bukhari he brings a hadith on the authority of Ibn Abbas Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhi says that Allah is sufficient for us and he is the best disposer of our affairs which was said by Ibrahim when he was thrown into the fire and it was said by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam when the enemies of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said a great army is gathering against you therefore fear them but it only increased their faith and it only increased their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and indeed they said Allah is sufficient for us and he is the best disposer of our affairs so we witness a unique situation my beloved brothers in the life of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and indeed in the lives of all human beings and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the old age of Nabi Ibrahim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he blesses Nabi Ibrahim with a son and as we know we are heading the days of Udhiyah we are heading to the days of sacrifice I bring forth to you a verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعِي قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ And then when Nabi Ibrahim's son when he reached the age of understanding Nabi Ibrahim he says to his son that indeed I have seen in a dream. He says to his son that indeed I have seen in a dream. Anni adbahuk that indeed I am going to slaughter you. Fandur tara. And he asks his son, So what do you think? What do you say about this? Oh my son. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such. And as we know the dreams of the Anbiya, they are haq. They are the truth. So he sees in the dream that I am slaughtered in you. What do you say, O my son? And this is a household based on Tawheed. This is a household based on the teachings of Islam. Had this happened today, in many households, the child would have asked the father, Are you crazy? Has something happened to you? Did you maybe perhaps smoke something? But no. This was a house built on the teachings of Islam. And we find that his son says to him, Qala ya abati, if alma tu'mar. Do as if you were commanded to do, O oh my beloved father. So when our parents and when our fathers and our mothers, when they command us to obey Allah Azza wa Jal, and to leave off the haram that we are maybe doing, and to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly, then our answer to our parents should be, if alma tu'mar, that do as Allah Azza wa Jal has commanded you to do. Follow the Quran and the Sunnah to the best of your ability. But as we know, there's a flip side to this coin. And what is the flip side to this coin? As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, La ta'atil makhluq ila ma'asiyatil khaliq. That there's no obedience to the creation in disobedience to the Creator. Nima, alles noch jung. Sie ist nicht 15 Jahre. She don't need to wear hijab. He's only 18 years old. How's he going to get married if he grows a beard? How's he going to get a job if he goes to the masjid five times a day? So now the coin has flipped. Now the situation has changed. If Allah commands that child to do something and the parents tells him no, do not obey Allah Azza wa Jal, then la ta'atil makhluq ila ma'asiyatil khaliq. There's no obedience to the creation in disobedience to the Creator. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and as many of us know, we know that Allah Azza wa Jal, He placed a ram and they slaughtered this ram, and this sunnah is fulfilled until the very day and the sunnah will be fulfilled until the day of Qiyamah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the last point, He says regarding Nabi Ibrahim, Inna Ibrahima kana ummatan qanitan lillahi hanifa. That indeed Nabi Ibrahim, he was a nation obedient to Allah, inclining towards the truth. Walam yaku. And Abi Ibrahim was not of those who associated partners with Allah who Azza wa Jal. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Kareem wa razaqna l-ittiba'i sunnati Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa luzuma hadhi al-Qawim. Aqulu hadha qawl wa astawfiru la li wa lakum wa lisair al-Muslimin min kulli dham fastawfiru innahu huwa al-Ghafur al-Rahim.
الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان واسع الفضل والجود والامتنان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد بعد الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله عز وجل وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من أيام العمل الصالح فيهن أحب إلى الله من هذه الأيام العشر قالوا يا رسول الله ولا الجهاد في سبيل الله قال ولا الجهاد في سبيل الله إلا رجل خرج بنفسه وماله فلم يرجع من ذلك بشيء رواه البخاري Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhi reports that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said there are no days in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than these ten days the people asked not even jihad for the sake of Allah he said not even jihad for the sake of Allah except in the case of a man who went out to fight giving himself and his wealth up for the cause and came back with nothing this hadith is found in Bukhari. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, pay attention to these remaining days of the Ashr, of the Hijjah, and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and increase in tilawah of Quran and fast if one is able to fast and to give sadaqah in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remember a sunnah that is tended to be forgotten during these 10 days and that is the sunnah of the takbir make the takbir when driving to the masajid make the takbir in your homes liven up your homes and encourage your families as well to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during these days O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ask Allah azza wa jal to forgive all our shortcomings and make us of those that we can remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.